Good day, guys, and welcome to the Coach Mark Carroll podcast. Today's episode is going to be the fourth in our fast fat loss series. It's going to be about when to make calorie drops when you plateau. Now, this episode, I'm going to make short and quick. I am in a busy day, busy life at the moment. I'm in a position where I'm just trying to do endless things at the moment and just drowning in life where working seven days a week, jumping up out of bed at five in the morning and really trying to be as productive as I can. But um, I'm in one of those positions where you just literally feel like there's not enough hours in the day. But it's always good because I'm trying to do a lot of things in life and legitimately couldn't be working harder harder than I ever imagined and stuff like that. So working on some big things and hopefully it will pay off in the future. But today's episode need to keep quite short and to the point because this episode, I think, doesn't need a lot of detail. I think it will just kind of really make people understand quite quickly on identifying when to make a calorie drop and when not to because I think people often do it the wrong way and they drop when they shouldn't. And then they don't drop when they should. So before I get into this episode, guys, remember there's, as I said, there's been three previous fast fat loss episodes, which I think um, from the feedback have been so well received. So thank you guys. Make sure you go listen to them, part one, part two, and part three. I think they're going to be super valuable and really just feed off what we talk about today. And as always, Please leave a five-star review, guys, um, five-star rating and a review. It really helps me so much. I have, I think, I think almost 30,000 people listen to the podcast last month, which is wild when I was, wasn't sure if anyone would listen at all. So thank you to everyone. And as I said, if you can share to your audience, it always helps tremendously and give me a five-star rating and also a follow of the podcast. All right. Now, let me get to it. So. This episode, when should you make drops when you feel like you're plateauing in a fat loss phase? So as I said before, often people make drops when they probably shouldn't, and then they don't drop when they should. Now, what do I mean by that? Think of it like this. Let's say if you've been losing body fat, in a calorie deficit you started you create a calorie deficit and you started losing and you lose and lose and lose and all of a sudden one week after losing for four or five weeks you don't lose what does that kind of tell us well it tells us that the calories we initially set led to fat loss you created what you thought was a calorie deficit and you've achieved some level of fat loss. The last four or five weeks, you've been losing, losing, losing. And then this week, you haven't lost on the scale. But what does that tell us? It says that the initial place where you created a calorie deficit off the numbers you were thinking you were using actually worked. They led to fat loss. And now you've hit a plateau, but that's okay because fat loss is not always linear. But you have proven that the calories you've been on have led to fat loss and fat loss week on week on week because it's been five, six weeks. Now, 
Think of it like this, though, on the flip side. You create what you think is a calorie deficit, just like I think we spoke on the episode um, on fast fat loss two, part two, where I said, are your calories wrong? And often people set what they think is a calorie deficit. And for example, say that maintenance is two and a half thousand calories and they set a calorie deficit, 2000 calories. And then they don't lose after a week. Okay, cool. Then they don't lose anything after two weeks. Okay, well, I'm in a calorie deficit. I know I'll lose. And then three weeks, they don't lose. And then they still don't make changes. Like, oh, well, you know, it says I'm in a calorie deficit. Maybe it's just a slow process. Now, there's two different kind of scenarios where people would consider that they're plateauing, so to speak. The first is after a calorie amount that's been proven to lose weight, proven to generate fat loss. That's scenario one. You've plateaued after five, six weeks of losing weight very successfully. Now, scenario two is you're basically plateauing somewhat, but you've actually never created momentum on scenario number two, which is, again, you've created what you think is a calorie deficit and you haven't generated any fat loss. Now, this is where people, I think, do the wrong thing a lot of the time. So scenario one is you've lost weight really well and all of a sudden you've had one bad week, not even bad week, it just hasn't led to fat loss on the scale. Now, this is where people then freak out and often go, all right, I've got to make changes and they make massive changes because they think, oh my God, my calories don't work anymore. Um, I can't lose weight and my calorie deficit's broken and my calories are all wrong. Now, often this is the time If you've lost weight really well, let's say you've lost half a kilo plus each week for five, six weeks, it is inevitable fat loss will slow down at times and also at times have zero potential scale result. This does not mean your calories are wrong. This does not mean you cannot keep losing at these current calories. This simply means that the calorie amount that you're on for whatever reason, didn't lead to fat loss on the scale or more so weight loss on the scale. It's an easy saying, and I always say it, and people go, oh, that's amazing, but they don't quite like it when it's them, and it's fat loss is not linear. It's not always a perfect week on week on week. So let's say you want to lose six kilos in 12 weeks. It doesn't mean every single week is going to be half a kilo, half a kilo, half a kilo. It doesn't work like that, unfortunately. Some weeks will have nothing. Some weeks will have one kilo. One week will have 0.3. One week will have 0.8. But over the course of the 12 weeks, it generally averages out to that six kilo weight, which means the average is half a kilo a week. Now, this is where you need to understand. A one-week scale of no change, seeing no change on the scale over one week, does not necessarily mean you're in a plateau. It just means one week. And often, there's many factors that go into place. You could be more stressed. You could have eaten more food that caused uh, more water retention. You could have had worse sleep. You could have eaten foods which are higher in sodium. You could have um, been sick, so you didn't maybe move as much or you had terrible sleep again. You could have eaten um, different foods which might have been, you know, you played with your calories or played with your macros and you've 
were quite interchangeable with your carbs and fats. Instead of having more fats, you drove up your carbohydrates, which meant more glucose is stored in your bloodstream as glycogen, which then pulls water into your bloodstream. So your scale weight goes up a slight bit or just mass fat loss. Point is a one week scale of no change does not mean you're necessarily in a plateau, especially if you know you've been losing weight on these calories. It doesn't necessarily mean your calories are wrong. It can sometimes just mean be patient for a week or two. And often what happens is, let's say after five, six weeks, you've lost half kilo, 0.7 a week. And then that's say six week, you lose nothing. People often freak out. But then if you just kept going, often the next week, you often will lose 0.8, one kilo. It almost doubles up for the week of no progress. This is why often you don't need to freak out because very, very often from doing this for years and my clients send me their biofeedback, which is their weight every single week. We almost, when I look at their their course of their 12, 24, 36 weeks or whatever I work, they work with me. Often with fat loss, we make no changes. And I say week by week, there might be zero, zero, 1.7, then 0.7, then 0.4. And it just is not always this flawless thing of just that even amount. And this is just really important to understand because unless there's a specific time frame, you don't always need to rush it. So let's say you have a wedding in six, seven weeks, or you're doing a challenge, or you go to comp. Long plateaus are obviously not ideal when you need to be a certain body fat in a very specific short time frame. So that's where I often make changes, even in in thinking about where someone might potentially drop um, ch- um plateau. I often make changes just in advance to allow momentum to occur because I don't have time for them to plateau. But the majority of people who are dieting to be healthier and they've got no real time frame for when they need to be a specific weight for any specific reason. A one to two week plateau on a certain amount of calories after losing really well on those same calories is not always cause for alarm. It's often, hey, let's just be patient. Let's see what happens. And maybe that third week, second or third week, we then lose and lose really well. And then we get back on track and we make no changes. But then it just also means that we can keep dieting on those same higher calories. You don't have to drop even lower and lower and lower. That is one way to look at it. So if you've been losing really well on a certain amount of calories and you've got no specific three weeks, four weeks time frame that you have to be leaner by, try to be a little bit more patient and don't rush to make huge changes. If you've been doing everything right, you've been really consistent and you've been tracking really well on all these variables, sometimes give it another week or two because often it will then pick back up way more than you expect and you didn't have to change your calories. You just need to be a little bit patient. Now, on the flip side, an area where I think too often people take too long to make changes is at the start when they set their calories, what they think is a calorie deficit and they get no fat loss, two weeks in, three weeks in, four weeks in. What does that tell me? It tells me that most likely they're not in a calorie deficit. Of course, they're not losing any weight. Now, here's the thing. It will vary from person to person, but if, you, if you're someone who's been in a surplus for a long time, 
say in a building phase, or if you're someone who's listening to this and you know you haven't been eating very well, you haven't been in a planned surplus to build, but you've just been overeating and you put on a lot of body fat and you want to make a change, you want to lose body fat and be healthier and get stronger and all these things. Your typical person who, you know, middle-aged person, kind of like myself these days, um, who wants to, you know, get back in shape and they know life has happened and they've kind of fallen off a lot and they feel ready to get back on track. So they get motivated. They understand where they they start learning about, you know, calories and macros and the TDE calculator and they go, all right, cool, I need a calorie deficit. So they work out the calorie deficit, what they think is a calorie deficit, and then they start hitting their calories and macros and they're spot on, but nothing happens. And they go, well, I'm doing everything right. I've got my calories and macros and it says this, so I just need to be patient. And then another, another week happens, another week happens of no progress. That basically says you're not in a, in a calorie deficit. And it's really important to understand that if you've been eating pretty crappy and you haven't been doing anything much and you've been in a surplus and all of a sudden you start training, you start eating really well, you start cleaning up your diet with better quality foods, you start moving more. That should signal actually really fast fat loss, especially in the initial weeks, because you can't go from one extreme to the other. Not necessarily you go from huge, huge um, into a huge calorie deficit, but just by manipulating the food you're eating, obviously the calorie amount and moving more, you're driving up your expenditure, you start training more and more and more. This should lead to considerable amount of calorie expenditure increase. It should lead to obviously calories consumed lowering. So therefore, those initial weeks should actually lead to really fast fat loss, but it's not always just fat. And this is the thing. Often when I used to train general population clients a lot, I used to train a lot of guys who are back when about 2013 to 2016, um, a lot of really business corporate guys and they'd come to me and they're really overweight. And the first week or two, they'll drop five, six, seven kilos. And then they would be like, whoa, that's amazing. But it wasn't five or six, seven kilos of fat. It was obviously, it was some fat, but it was also going to be things like water loss. They go from eating five, 6,000 calories a day to eating calorie deficit with high quality foods, um, lower sodium foods, less carbohydrates because they're obviously needing to be in a calorie deficit. They move more and all these things, we help manage their stress quickly. They lose some inflammation. Things like that can often lead to really fast scale results, not always just body fat, but scale. So body fat, fluid, you name it. But the main thing is, is that when you get a calorie deficit right, especially on someone who hasn't been doing any really training and they haven't been eating very well, you should actually see really solid fat loss those first three, four weeks. And often what you find is the first one to two weeks, they lose really fast. And then weeks three and four, it generally slows down a little bit when I think their fluid sort of, sort of um, regulates. But normally on the scale, the first three, four weeks, it's really quite fast because they're going from one extreme of quite poor nutrition, high sodium foods, not moving much to then actually creating a calorie deficit, tracking their calories and, and whatnot. But often I see that this, if you're not if you're not losing in those first couple of weeks, despite everything being on point, it's a very good chance that you have just calculated your calories wrong and 
not on purpose, but you're just incorrectly worked out your calories, or even if you work them out correctly off the off the calculators and stuff like that, they're just not appropriate to where you're at right now for, for a variety of reasons. So for instance, one of my mates, Brett, he just Brett and I have been training for a you know a few months off and on together, hanging out, and Brett's turning 40 in three, four weeks. And I was actually on Brett's podcast about three weeks ago and Brett was one of your typical guys who said we're talking debating kind of calories and macros and he said yeah but I'm not I'm not losing weight but I know I'm not eating enough and you know he used the typical kind of general population ideas that well I barely eat anything I know I'm not eating enough but I'm putting on weight I'm not losing weight and obviously me being me argued that no you're just not in a calorie deficit and i guarantee you you're eating substantially more than you think and moving substantially less than you think so i challenged brett i said let me help your calories and let me help your macros the next six weeks till your 40th birthday and so he agreed and i said you watch i'll work out your calories and macros and you'll be surprised and he said oh well that's way more food than i'm eating right now i'm like but is it so long story short brett He's kind of like your typical general population client who once I created a calorie deficit for him three weeks ago, I gave him his calories. I gave him his macros. His training basically stayed almost the same as what he's been doing with me the last few months. Now he was, I think 99.9 kilos. And after him telling me that he wasn't eating enough, that's why he wasn't losing weight which obviously we know, or you should know that's not quite correct when we look at the science. So I gave him a calorie deficit and I had him do something. I had him track every calorie, every macro. And guess what? After three weeks, he's dropped over like three and a half kilos in three weeks. And he's getting leaner and leaner and leaner. And so this is someone who said they weren't eating enough. But again, whilst you actually create a calorie deficit for someone, they'll lose and they'll lose quickly. And this is the issue is so often on the flip side is people go, all right, well, I'll clean up my calories and all this stuff. And then they don't lose and they don't lose and they don't lose. That is the time where you want to make changes because if you're not losing at the start, the first couple of weeks, this is when you should be losing as well as you can because remember your, your metabolic rate, the calories that you expend will be highest the more you weigh. The more you weigh, the greater your calorie expenditure. Likewise, your NEAT levels, your NEAT levels, which is a key driver of your calorie expenditure, when you start dieting, they should be really high. It's when you diet longer and longer and longer and you lose more and more weight, metabolic adaptation kicks in, which means your NEAT levels, your non-exercise activity thermogenesis begins to lower. And when it lowers, you start to expend less. But when you start dieting, metabolic adaptation hasn't kicked in kicked in you've just started dieting so your neat level should be high your weight's high so your metabolic rate's high all these factors so not losing at the start if you're not losing after a good three weeks this tells you that 9.9 times out of 10 you're not in a calorie deficit and you need to make changes whereas the flip side the scenario one it's shown that you have been in a calorie deficit and losing really well it's just a short term plateau or a short-term scale which is not representing the true body fat composition drops and that's okay so scenario one you've been losing body fat week to week and you've had a short-term plateau after five six weeks 
relax unless you have to be really lean in the next two weeks, three weeks, four weeks. If you've got no time frame, just be patient. And often the next week or the week after, you'll often make up for that plateau on the scale with double the amount of weight loss. I said over and over and over. So don't make changes too quickly if you've been losing really well on those calories. But on the opposite end of the spectrum, scenario two, you started what you thought was a calorie deficit and you started dieting and you've been hitting your calories, you've been hitting your macros, but after three, four weeks of the calories you worked out to be what you thought was a calorie deficit leads to no fat loss, that tells you that you are not in a calorie deficit. You need to make changes. So don't wait too long to make changes at the start when it's not leading to any momentum. That says probably you just haven't got the calculations wrong or for whatever reason, you're still not in a calorie deficit. Whereas if you have been losing really well on a certain amount of calories and it's a short-term one or two weeks, sometimes hold off making changes too quickly because often it will just pick back up and lead to fat loss again. So guys, I hope that really explains it um, to a lot of you. I think it will be really valuable to help you really analyze when to make changes, your calories and macros, and even a lot of the... I have so many personal trainers who listen to my podcast and always message me about how much they use this stuff on their own clients. So this is a cool way to think when you're working with clients. You know, this is what I do, this is what I work with people. So these methods and all these ideas and these thought processes I put into place over and over and over. So guys, with that, remember, if you want to learn from me and use my programs, make sure you go to coachmarkcarroll.com or if you're not, Go to my Instagram page and follow me at coachmarkcarol.com. Also at coachmarkcarol for my Instagram and also our Carol Performance Education business. So if you're a personal trainer who wants to get qualified. And also, as always, guys, please leave, as I said, that five-star rating. Um, it really helps a lot. And if you found this episode helpful, make sure you share to your story, screenshot to your story and share it and put the link up and tell your friends and family about it. It helps tremendously. So thank you as always. I really hope that these fast fat loss episodes are helping. And as I said, go through the other ones to make sure you listen to all of them. Thanks, guys. Have a great day wherever you are in the world listening to this.